We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm up your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. To get the best blue light glasses on the market, use our URL felixgrayglasses.com backslash CMOS girlies. Non-prescription and prescription are available. Check them out now. felixgrayglasses.com slash CMOS girlies. Free shipping, free returns, free exchanges. felixgrayglasses.com slash CMOS girlies. Howdy CMOS girlies. Happy Tuesday to you. It is the week of Thanksgiving for those who celebrate the holiday. Emma and I are here podcasting like way, way before, but we're going to chat about Whole Foods and trends and food and Thanksgiving and all that stuff. Emma, how's it going? It's going well. Yeah. Whole Foods, for people who don't know, they have this like random trend prediction forecast thing. I think we did a reaction to the one for 2022, I guess, last year. Last year, yeah. Um, I don't remember if any of those trends actually became a thing. I were just the only one I remember is hibiscus water. Oh, uh, true. And I always wonder, you know, with these things, because you know what the Forbes, you know, 30 under 30, 50 under 50, whatever. It's always like people who kind of pay to be on the list. Sometimes I just wonder if there's some like money exchanges going behind these trend yeah. forecasts because I'm like, this feels really specific for some of them. Um, yeah, but other than that, I'm good. Yeah. Thanksgiving is coming up. My truthfully, one of my favorite holidays because it's my birthday and Kate's birthday and Thanksgiving. And, you know, who doesn't just love some meat and potatoes? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but dude, yeah, I got it. I got an email from Lifetime. It's a health store in New York City. I've been thinking about this. We get so many DMs and I feel like we are very like, we're not gatekeeping our recommendations in New York. Like whenever people DM us and see Muscarillies, like I'm in New York, where should I go? But at least on my personal TikTok, I've gotten questions now that I've tapped into the wellness content more of like, give me your health stores in New York City because there's no air one. And that is a subject that I have 
particularly been gatekeeping. Um, yeah. Sorry if that offends those. I So like I'm thinking, because a lot of CMOS girlies are like, what are the iconic health stores? And so I just mentioned one of them, which is Lifetime. So if you want to go like blow up Lifetime and get all their shit, happy to go do it. They have some raw desserts. They have a hot bar, like go crazy. Um, but I I got an email from Lifetime today about Thanksgiving deals. And it was the saddest image. I'll have to send it to you, Emma. It was like student discount meals and it was like all of their shit in the hot bar just like put on a really random plate like looked like lo-fi happy zoe graphics and i was like i remember you know we started the podcast two years ago Mm -hmm. two years ago like on thanksgiving because we were both stuck here during covid and we were just walking around because like nothing was really open and i remember we did walk into lifetime and you got a potato and magnesium and that's how the podcast started when we were in lifetime so it's funny how things work but i was thinking like yeah if i am going home as well but if i didn't maybe i'd get that weird lifetime like thanksgiving student dish that they had that could be fun yeah i feel i'm trying to think i don't even know what we're making for thanksgiving i just remember when i was vegan thank god i'm not vegan anymore thank god i would always i would always try to make i would always try to make you know vegan versions of dishes and i just remember one year doing something from the from my bowl lady like caitlin oh, Shoemaker, her. whatever her name is love her to death she saw one of our meals but one i time. just remember that there was like the sweet potato casserole dish that i tried to make because you know like that the sweet potato dish where it has like the marshmallows and everything but it also called for flax and I just remember just seeing like specks of flax Ew. when it came out and the marshmallows didn't melt because they were vegan marshmallows or whatever and it was truthfully just the saddest dish ever and I think all my family was like Emma what are you eating like are you okay obviously I, I wasn't um so I'm kind of excited for this to be my first Thanksgiving I feel where I will actually be able to enjoy all the foods with no restrictions yeah, because I feel like last year we I'm now on our full dairy pilled. Um, I don't really have a taste for cheese. I don't know if I've talked about that in the pod. Like my dad has had three heart attacks when I grew up. We didn't eat a lot of red meat and cheese and stuff. So like when I went vegan in high school, I like it wasn't hard for me to cut out cheese. But now even that I do just eat whatever, like I still don't crave cheese, so I don't buy it in the home. But Emma and I are in our cottage cheese shit. Um, <laughs> what the good culture one? They mm-hmm. like saw your meme today, and I'm like, "Where's our yearly supply? Come on, I'm going through your shit twice, like once That's every expensive. two days." Yeah. But um, the vegan from my bowl. Wait, what was I going to talk about with your marshmallow dish? Um, I don't know what you were going to talk about. Yeah, I wish we were telepathic. I don't know. My squirrel ass brain. Oh, I was going to talk about hot dish because like, yeah, that's a Midwest thing. But like my family, my parents were both scarred by like disgusting green bean casseroles and like hot dish just like mixed together. If you're not from the States or if you're not from the Midwest, hot dish is like what you kind of think it's a casserole where you like put a bunch of stuff in a pan and then put it in the oven and it could be like stuffing it could be meat it could be vegetables it also could be cheese and you just put it all in one thing together and bake it and you're like yum this is america so my parents both had bad memories with hot dish so we don't eat that but that's a very like traditional midwest kind of thanksgiving thing and i remember that because i was talking remember i was talking to a guy that lived in california he always mentioned that like i was like oh what's your favorite thing at thanksgiving and this was a red flag but he goes salad and i'm like that's not even a dish that we bring to that is on the table at thanksgiving in the midwest it's like roasted veggies it's sweet potatoes it's green beans salad yeah that's a specific thing and i don't support that as an option uh we have some more icks talking about yeah speaking of icky about men 
So I'll preface this with someone DM me. I think I I said an ick. Oh, I made like an ick. This one TikTok I went that, you know, the stupidest TikToks go viral. And I was like, oh my God, I finally got an ick. I'm free. And of course, they're just like the dumbest video that is now has a lot of views. And someone DM me like, I want to hear your and Emma's icks on the pod. So I forget who DM me. I apologize. But if you're waiting for this, it's your time to shine. So we listed out some of our icks. I was thinking about this as I was walking around today. Um, number one is ankle socks. I just don't love it. Um, come winter, come summer, no excuses. Please have the crew socks. And they really, really wear the ankle socks. And they're like, my brother wears ankle socks. And I'm like, bro, what is this? <laughs> um, yeah, awful. Um, okay, Yours? I guess I'll do mine. Yeah, I didn't know we were going back and forth. I oh. don't have that many, but I also probably will think of some at the top of my head. Doing abs in the gym. I just feel like <laughs> whenever I see men try to do what's the bicycle one yeah bicycles. i'm just like bro you don't know how to coordinate your limbs in a way to make this an effective exercise and i just i can't help but giggle i really cannot help but giggle yeah. when guys try to do the bicycle in the corner of the room it's a giggle for me like men traditionally abs are really hard for them like just genetically how their body weight is you know distributed as is like doing a pull-up is really hard for girls so like if i was struggling to try to do like one pull-up in the gym and i was a guy watching me do that i would fucking giggle i would do more than giggle i would be like that's embarrassing girl go home don't do that um i agree i've been in my crunch fitness era and boy the incels you see at my gym gym crazy behavior um for me as a man why are you cold this goes along i just i just don't get it like i if i if i've had moments where i'm on a date with a man and he's like i'm cold one you're ill prepared two like we're both here so why are you cold i don't know genetically just be a man second why are you hungover that is the most i just the ick the ick comes out and i hope this come is true for all the wellness girlies like if you're a girl that also drinks and gets hungover like you might not find it an ick but as someone who is like stone cold sober all the fucking time like even if i go out and i stay out till 1 a.m i could be sober right and if i just see a man that is hungover limping his ass around the east village to go to tomkin square bagels hung the fuck over i really want to just throw up i really want to run away it just repels me so much that like you are just such a shit show i don't know that's just probably because i don't drink <laughs> no i completely agree also especially when they wear the sweatpants and flip-flop combo which is my <laughs> which is my um next ick i live near Why the, are the dogs out? so <laughs> sometimes i'm I wake up at a really early hour at times and, you know, sometimes those Saturday, Sunday mornings, I'll be out on a walk or leaving the gym. The amount of men I see and the type of sweatpants, keep in mind, they're like the weird jogger ones that truly need to be banned from society. I yeah. have never seen anyone look good in a jogger type sweatpants. No. And then just like they're gnarly ass, like brown flip-flops that they probably got from old navy five years ago and i'm it, it just it really is so disgusting they wear their like gross college hoodie and they go into like the bodega or they like walk to get a coffee and bagel i'm like bro like do this at home like just order order post postmates please for me i'm just like why are your dogs out in public like you live in New York City. Do you want glass shards into your toenails? Yeah, do you terrible. want garbage? Like, I, how do you not? Everything else is bundled up, but your fucking toes are not. That is so weird for me. Um, yeah, I really just don't respect anyone with the toes out. Even if you're in California and it's a warm climate, like, that's just too intimate with strangers. Um, next one for me is going to be when you're going out with a guy 
okay this is just plain as like when a man can't finish his food or when he's like oh i'm so full after taking one bite but a lot of times on dates where they suggest let's get dinner or let's grab a bite we order shit and they take one bite and they go i can't finish this i'm too full what the fuck chad this was your idea secondly you make me feel bad why can i finish mine and yours what the fuck that's just so weird like dead ass the one of the weirdest dates i went on that was like prank to myself um i went on a date with a guy that showed up in a boot he had broke his toe i guess skateboarding the day of he had a pearl necklace on and um just like emo grungy man like i've never gone for the skater rat so i thought maybe let's just try my cup of tea we get food and we order like appetizers and he orders like three entrees for us and then he goes oh i can't really eat my stomach hurts the fuck and he paid for it gratefully i wasn't gonna like i don't just why it's just one thing that yeah no you have to have you have to have an appetite if you're a man my last one this is two things when their music taste is just like chance the rapper yeah just like bro it's a very specific type no 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 and then also or when when they make a playlist when they make a playlist and send that to you i feel when i was like 1920 i like kind of enjoyed it but when they like try to send you a meaningful playlist so you know that they probably send to every single girl i'm like i actually don't want to listen to your music at all i i have a very specific taste in music i'm very picky about other people's you know choices and one thing about me is that i will never listen to a song that you send me I never will click on that Spotify yeah. link. So if you're trying to impress me, men who listen to this podcast, just know <laughs> I don't care. And I will automatically hate the song just because you sent a link. Yeah. Yeah. No, I fully agree with that. Like, just because you've sent it my way, I actually want to violently hate it. Like, the nature that you took, like, that you took time to, like, think this is going to woo me over, like, makes me want to fucking hate it a lot more. Emma and I don't like the gestures. We don't like the kind gestures. But we are, Emma and I were talking on the bridge, which is funny. We were talking last weekend. We were walking on the bridge. And I'm like, you know what, Emma, if we get to the point of us being so, so single, we're off the apps, just so down bad single, we are going to post, like, those craigslist dating ads onto cmos girlies for ourselves because we have a platform of all these fucking wellness girls and some dudes a small percentage four percent of y'all but some of you fucking cmos girlies have to have a brother you have to have a friend you have to have a co-worker that could date emma or i you're fucking selfish if you like our memes every fucking day and you're not sending over your men that would be perfect for us so if it comes to be 2027 and we're both single the dating <laughs> oh. ad will be coming out the way the way that i honestly wouldn't even be surprised if no, we like remain single until then i'm like yeah that sounds reasonable i know i'm like damn it's i mean 2023 i'd have to yeah that sounds like good timing like, so mm, i don't i don't i don't see anything you know in the near future so yeah girlies get your selects um get your selects ready, ready. <laughs> that could be a fun episode uh kate and emma go on dates with your friends God. <laughs> no Okay, well, we'll get into the Whole Foods trends. We'll see what their next big things are, and I'll call you back. We'll get into it, dog. Cool. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, CMOS girlies. We have to tell you all about our favorite new plant-based protein powder by Sprout Living. They're so delicious, so clean, and really much more than just your standard protein powder. Now, what really makes them different is that they avoid a lot of the unnecessary additives that many others on the market use. That means they don't use any gums, thickeners, or natural flavoring, which isn't really natural at all. Instead, they only use real, whole superfoods and adaptogens, which is great because it makes the blends multifunctional. Their Epic Protein Pro Collagen Blend, for example, also contains ingredients that help boost the body's own natural production of collagen. How cool is that? They have tons of different flavors. There's truly something for everyone to love. Check them out and use the code CMOSGIRLIES for 20% off your order. Our next partner is a product that Emma and I take every single day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted to find a greens powder that actually blended together. The taste is hands down the best greens powder I've been able to find. It even has a mild tropical taste and you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, adaptogens, you name it. For me, I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. I've always known that taking a greens powder is a great addition to one's wellness routine, but I could just never get past the unpleasant taste. This completely changed once I started taking Athletic Greens. It tastes so good that I actually look forward to drinking it every morning, something I never knew was possible. Plus, Athletic Greens contains dairy-free probiotics, and let me tell you, my digestion has never been better. Another thing that Emma and I love is that it's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hey, CMOS girlies. We know you spend hours scrolling and liking our memes on your phones. Hey, Emma, have you heard about the dangers of blue light? Oh, girl, am I aware? From the headaches to the blurry vision, I am a victim of blue light. Did you know that exposure to blue light at night can lower the production of melatonin, the hormone that regulates sleep? Even though your girlies take your magnesium before bed, we suggest you check out Felix Gray lenses to help with blue light exposure. Kate and I are wearing our glasses as we, as we record this ad because the Felix Gray lenses filter 15 times more blue light that can make screen time tough on the eyes. To get the best blue light glasses on the market, use our URL felixgrayglasses.com slash cmosgirlies. Non-prescription and prescription are available. Check them out now, felixgrayglasses.com slash cmosgirlies. Free shipping, free returns, free exchanges, felixgrayglasses.com slash cmosgirlies. 
All right. Emma and I have clicked into the article, which is titled The Next Big Things Are Top 10 Food Trends for 2023. And the subheader is from climate conscious callouts to ingredients like Yaupon. Yaupon? Is that how it's pronounced? Yeah. Yep. Sure. Yaupon and dates. Check out our predictions for hot new food and beverages that will light up the aisles in 2023. Okay. So I'm scrolling, 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 see some imagery of things that I haven't really tried so i'll read them left to right i guess and we'll probably get into them more in depth there's some cookie mix there's some chetty mac some goodles it's called we'll learn more about that vital farms eggs i have tried emma you try those you eat those as well right yeah those are the eggs that i buy um 12 tides kelp snacks i saw a tiktok about those moonshot crackers which i feel like you've had before right yeah i've had them they brand themselves as like climate friendly crackers which always makes me laugh yeah and then the siete kettle cooked potato chips which i've never had but i love the siete like mexican cookie is that what Those they're called yeah. yeah um then there's solely organic fruit green banana pasta oh that's a shocker Green banana pasta. Okay. I thought we were done with the the bonza stuff like that, but whatevs. Um, bacon b- brew biscuit dog treats. Okay. I could go on a tirade about animal products, but that'll be... We'll see if we get there. Date syrup and then Yaupon Brothers something. I can't read it, but okay. We'll scroll, scroll, scroll. You're on the article, right, dog? Yeah. I'll read the first one. Okay. So trend prediction number one, new brew Yaupon. If we're pronouncing that incorrectly, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so it looks like this is a holy bush that is found in the southern region of the U.S. And it happens to be North America's only known native caffeinated plant. Interesting, the more you know. And indigenous Americans brewed it into herbal tea and prepared it as a black drink. So maybe similar to black tea. And it has a mild earthy flavor and unique benefits um okay so it looks like it's a caffeine kind of maybe similar to like a yerba mate my thing with caffeine is that if it doesn't have the same amount of caffeine as coffee i'm not drinking it i'm sorry <laughs> like i yeah. i'm not really much of a tea person if i'm drinking tea it's like celestial seasonings bengal yeah. spice which like at that point is not even tea yeah. um i don't know if i would enjoy a mild earthy flavor but yeah it's weird you know the earthy flavors i'm very particular right mm-hmm. like i love the taste of some ground adaptogen roots but i don't like the taste of matcha so it like depends with me like with herbal shit um the the products they have here one of them is a yapon matcha which i would probably not like yapon tea tea concentrate there's a kombucha flavored with it I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, I guess at it, but it's kind of the thing where I feel like this product for me is kind of like, oh, kale is the new superfood. Like, Yapon is the new superfood. Like, does it have significantly like different health benefits that have been clinically studied? Or is this just like something that is like a matcha or a yerba mate? So yeah. yeah I feel if you're I feel if you're like a decaf type of person or someone who enjoys non- coffee beverages maybe you'll dig this but i'm a stick i'm a stick to the cold brew yeah likewise um next up we have pulp with a purpose giggles whoever the copyright at whole foods good for you for writing this um okay one in three consumers uses a non-dairy milk alternative at least once a week according to a recent poll from morning consult so the thing is about political polls 
who are the, who's the sample size here? Who is actually answering the poll? Like a lot of times, cause I studied politics in college when people are doing traditional methods of polling, they're calling a landline. Who the fuck has a landline this year? Right. I bet that morning cons- consult is actually using like a wide swath of like texting and emailing and other ways to get this data. But like a lot of stats like this are kind of bullshit. So I kind of agree that it probably is one in three people that at least use a non-dairy milk alternative. So like whatever. Um, but the next question they propose is, what about the often wasted byproducts of their production? TikTok creators are apparently exploring ways to use leftover pulp and oat pulp at home. Now we're seeing an influx of brands beginning to innovate in the space, too, by upcycling almond pulp, soy pulp for the modern baker, thinking alternative flours, baking mixes, ready-to-eat sweets. If you know Emma and I, we were already on this shit. Come on. Zero Bro, waste. I've been making days. those almond pulp crackers since, like, 2017, and they never tasted like a cracker no and like oh my god there's so many recipes that like i have used almond pulp in and it just tastes like gritty it doesn't it's not the same as using an almond flour so um yeah you know i appreciate the upcycling i appreciate the zero waste vibe like a lot of us have done it before but i think it's kind of if you're if you're not doing anything besides just adding like a half cup to like a flour like you probably can get way there but if you're trying to make dehydrated crackers from celery pulp like I was when I was making celery juice at one point dog it's not gonna fucking work so you know I think it's like cool that everyone's like on the non-dairy train I guess but also like I don't think the person is going up and beyond to make the the pulp stuff also, I just would love to know what the prices are on these. Like, I'm sure that oat milk flour bag by Renewal Mills is probably like $11. I yeah. would never spend $11 on that. Like, make your own oat flour. Right. Um, I just, like I'm sure that they really are just have jacked up the price just because it's like a trendy thing. Yeah. Well, like you said, it's good that I think one, they are upcycling and the brands are stepping in because I think it's like, a, it's like a double-edged edge sword. Sorry, everyone. Mm-hmm. Where people are too lazy to probably do this on their own. And so all these brands are stepping in, but it's like the brands are, it's so expensive for the brands to do it that it's just like, the problem is like humans are lazy. Everyone should just do this if they're very interested in reducing their impact, but whatever. Next one is interesting. Next produce meets pasta. First it was chickpea pasta, then cauliflower gnocchi. And who could forget zoodles? Um, Yeah. (laughs) The fact that those are still like on menus blows my mind. Crazy. Um, now there's a new crop of plant-based alternative pastas. I thought pasta was always plant-based. Um, let's see here. So it looks like we got spaghetti squash, heart of palm, and even green banana pasta. So my thing, Kate and I are not really pasta people. I ate so much pasta growing up for swimming that I just like have pasta fatigue. Um, I just, on the record, like, don't like tomatoes. Like, I just don't like Italian food, so I just don't really love pasta. I'm, so. I'm intrigued by green banana pasta. I don't know what, like, the well, nutrition the... facts are. Like, is it, like, literally half a calorie? Like, I'm, well, like, I'm confused how that even holds up. Well, I'm also, like, green bananas. Like, they say if you have, like, FODMAP that if you eat bananas that are more yellow that don't have any brown spots, they might be better for you to digest. So I'm wondering if, like, green bananas, like, uh, aren't they inedible to a certain degree? Like, that's a little goofy to me. My point about this is, one, I get it. We're upcycling. Maybe they're using, like, 
like let's say they're using spaghetti squash that was like a day old or something or not really this is this isn't even the zero waste really shit my thing is like okay go eat a banana and eat your pasta like i don't really love when it's like this weird hybrid shit like eat your pasta and then also like cook zucchini with it like i i don't like all this like zero calorie swap nonsense shit like yeah i completely agree also i'm just like okay you're spending probably like eight dollars on this heart of palm linguine bag that's probably not even gonna fill you up yeah like it's so like it's so low in calorie it's so <laughs> like you would, you would have to add like three pounds of ground beef to it to even like <laughs> feel full yeah it's just it's like messy diet nonsense um the next one the great date like I, okay so this is all about dates someone said in spring 2022 dates went viral on tiktok it's just funny like seeing this be like the news of the past year being like recounted to you when you like live through it because i'm like we already knew about the date. I mean, the wellness girlies, we already knew about the date snicker bar in 2016 when Mr. Yeah. From My Bowl was doing it. I was about to say, if you were a high carb, low fat vegan, <laughs> yeah. you, 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 you were dates. eating the dates. Dates were like made up probably 50% of your yeah. diet. You were eating them before they <laughs> were eating bananas and potatoes and romaine lettuce. Yeah, you were eating dates before they were even at Trader Joe's. And it's funny that now it's like, yeah, it's all the buzzy, like trendy, like, oh my God, look at this like Snickers swap, babes. We've been knowing about dates. So yeah, it's funny that they're like, this is often used as referred to as nature's candy. So it's like, it's date syrup. Like the one Sriracha company, Yellowbird, uses it as a sweetener. Like, there's like all this type of shit. I'm just like, we've already been through this. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Also, my thing is that I actually don't like the taste of dates when it's like a date product like date syrup I've had before and I actually don't love it yeah, but I love same. regular dates I don't know what happens in the processing process of that but it's well, a no I, for me I agree because I feel like I'm expecting like maple syrup or honey and then it's like weirdly I don't, it's different so agree with you on that one yeah no thank you no thank you next a poultry revolution <laughs> <What the> so <laughs> okay whatever more and more consumers believe chickens should be able to act like chickens so they're prioritizing welfare when shopping for both poultry and eggs global animal partnership is implementing a new initiative the better chicken project to help improve the birds lives as well as the quality of the chicken sounds like a bunch of random nonsense jargon this is probably all fake like greenwashing etc yeah. um and we're here for it egg producers in the dairy case at whole foods market are stretching beyond our better than cage-free animal welfare standards by laying hens with even more focus on outdoor time so i do know that vital farms launched those like restorative eggs which like come from restorative farms or regenerative farms yeah. i want to say and they're like 11 dollars, so they're probably like the best of the best i mean yes animal rights are super duper important especially like when it comes to the poultry industry yeah. i'm sure everyone has seen all those like crazy food documentaries where you know chickens literally live in a cage that's and like we the size a full, of a piece of paper and we did a full episode about like yeah. eggs so i'd go listen to that um my point on this is like if eggs are a staple of your diet then definitely you should be like spending i mean i think you should just be buying the best quality eggs you can find like for me like we said off the pod like you're on the pods like past episodes like go buy frozen fruits and veggies but i always buy like the highest quality eggs i always yeah. buy the highest quality like butter like certain things where there are just like such risk factors i feel like it's good to invest mm -hmm. um and i think with eggs this makes a lot of sense to me because we've also said this off pod of like no one in our personal life is vegan anymore and even like the vegan youtubers all be eating eggs they've all like started incorporating eggs into their diet one from like if they're like the food people i feel like they're like you know making baking stuff with eggs but just they're like i want to feel good and eggs are like an easy like really good food for you like the choline and all that stuff so i can i can get behind a poultry revolution i don't feel like it's that 
like it's these articles are just very funny like whole foods market team whoever wrote this because they're like oh eggs are back it's like for a lot of america they were never out they were just also the thing is some like where's the data behind this like where are like the increased sales where's the revenue growth um yeah i'm I'm just just kind of like this is like random it's like you all just like drew these like names out of a hat and we're like yeah let's consider this a trend (laughs) i'm pretty sure like yeah every diner in america has had eggs for the past 12 years like they were not not producing eggs so yeah so when your little coastal elite articles um i guess oh no the next one (laughs) help from kelp in its original form kelp can absorb carbon in the atmosphere and kelp farming has become a thing we've talked about this in the food and climate change episodes um and why you should add like kelp granules to your salads and it's a good nutrient and stuff but this is kind of talking about like the new products so there's noodles there's fish free sauces and snacks um some of these images in the photo have triggered a fight or flight response for me the main one so i'll go like left to right you can like click on this article whatever the fuck there's like the puff kelp trips which seem interesting but i feel like anything that includes like kelp or nori in a chip form always just seems to taste really fishy and seaweedy that i don't tend to like it they have some kimchi they have some ramen broth and other shit but there's kelp noodles in this photo and lord 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 if you see muscarly have not consumed a kelp noodle i don't think you have to in your life if you want to go do it go ahead i will describe to you what it's like to eat a kelp noodle so you get the little sack of them and you'll open it and it's like cold first of all they're hard as rocks but they're also edible in that very moment and you can cook with them or you can like wash them under water and then they're like oh ready to eat but there's like no calories there's like no nutritional value they're just like this rant i mean they have kelp but like they're just not good tasting in my experience also it's like a tangled mess when you open up the bag the noodles yeah. they're not just it's not like a spaghetti a noodle it's just a clump and then you have to use scissors almost to like cut them into edible portions and the few times i've had them they've just been sad yeah. uh yeah i don't like don't don't buy them just buy your kelp noodle broth i feel or maybe this kelp granules i feel that probably makes more sense or just eat some goddamn nori sheets yeah um okay climate conscious call outs um there's like a photo of protein powder and corn dogs so i don't know where this all comes together but (laughs) (laughs) this photo is weird and there's wine in the middle there's wine and whole milk so okay god this milk fights climate change bullshit um okay so climate consciousness is more relevant than ever and as a result brands are working to improve the impact of food and beverage production across our aisles products are taking their labels to talk about sustainability efforts and time when consumers expect brands and retailers to do more related to carbon and climate um whole foods i guess has a team of experts to take a lead on setting our rigorous quality standards what does that mean and providing guidance around this ever-evolving topic to help consumers have confidence in what they see on product labels yes because saying that your milk fights climate change is really going to help fight climate change yikes i am not someone who okay so look at it we've done the food and climate change episodes yes agriculture and food production are a huge contribution to global greenhouse gas emissions we know that but your little direct-to-consumer brand that is making some suspicious protein powder in a plastic can here is not contributing enough to net emissions to do a goddamn thing like this is more the biggest interventions on climate change are all about fossil fuels like going to energy production of where shit is made going to how the farms are produced like you know the the livestock quality conditions and stuff like that 
monocrop and how that depletes our soil. It's not about some vegan miniature corn dogs. Like, the fuck is that? And I frankly hate when brands like have this not even agenda, I'm going to say, but just like nonsense where they know that people do care about climate change and they're just trying to get in on the trend with like little gimmicky shit. Like, what is this like? What is this fucking protein powder going to do about climate change? Like, also, I'm sure like that canister can't even be recycled. So what's the point? Well, like, it's just it's frankly like every product, not even like the products we're seeing this photo, but all these like, quote, climate conscious call outs. The most climate friendly thing that a lot of brands could be doing is simply not existing, simply not creating product, because in nature of producing things and being in the system of capitalism, you are contributing to climate change. That's my take on Allbirds, too. Like, I think those shoes are so buttfuck ugly. And I'm like, I don't care if they're made from recycled water bottles or whatever the hell. They're just don't make them. Just you don't need to make them. We don't need a million fucking things. So this whole category just seems a little sus to me. I'm not saying don't give a fuck about climate change. That was not the ethos, like the point of this. But these brands just seem all like very random, very, very random. Like, come on, we don't need, like, a million fucking vegan protein powders. Okay, mm-hmm. next, Retro Remix. This looks like when we did the snack episode. Um, mac and cheese, pizza bites, old school cereals. We all crave the occasional comfort of a meal from our childhood. 73% of consumers enjoy the things from their childhood, thus love nostalgic things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these products are being reinvented with consideration for the wellness conscious customer. Um, okay, so some of the products include that, like, viral birthday almond milk, you know, ice cream flavor from Whole Foods, Poppy Cola, there's, like, Milk Bar cereal, Annie's Mini Pizza Bagels, Three Wishes cereal, mac and cheese, some mac and cheese bites, and then the cocoa cashew cream, like, fake Oreos from Simple Mills. Um, this whole category I honestly hate a lot. I think, like, this shit can, like, lead a lot of people to have eating issues that don't. Like, for me, now that I'm thinking about it, like, those, oh, my God, what are they called? Like, those 100-calorie snack things? Mm-hmm. It's, like, a green label. I don't think it was Lorna Dune, but it was, like, some sort of fucking snack like that that said it was 100 calories and it was supposed to be, like, a Girl Scout cookie. Like, that low-key got me in a mess about calories because I was like, oh, this is a healthy option, right? And it just, like, has fake sugars in it. It has, like, random, like, flour substitutes in it. And I just feel like it's so fucked that, like, so many kids, like, my parents just let us eat whatever the fuck we want. And I get it. You have to be, like, healthy to your kids. And maybe these are good options. And I don't think that everyone has a disordered relationship with food, obviously. But I just think that, like, the subtle messaging of, like, this just tells kids that, like, some stuff is good and some stuff is bad. And I'm not saying that I drink, like, like I don't drink root beer right now. Like, I don't eat cereal every fucking day. Like, I don't eat pizza bagels for dinner every night, right? But I just, I don't think this is a good way to teach people about food. Yeah, truthfully, I have no opinion on this one. I've had the three wishes cereal and I think it's good. I mean, I think it's good to have healthier options for people. I think especially, I mean, probably people who come from eating disorders, maybe this is more triggering, but for maybe adults who are seeking out healthier alternatives, but like don't want to eat the kale salad, this is maybe an easier way to introduce them to like, you know, cereal that maybe will be more filling, what have you. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
like I'm not bringing everything to eating disorders. I just think that it's like because I'm just viewing this as like adults are probably purchasing this for kids or like people like you're saying that want the healthy swaps that maybe don't have time to go out and make other stuff. But like for me, if I was raising a kid right now, I would just be like, all right, kids, we're eating chicken breast, we're eating sweet potatoes and we're eating broccoli for dinner. Right. Like and then we will also have the real ice cream or something yeah. like that. Like, I don't know. I just feel like the halo top shit, too, is kind of like fucked for people. But not to say, I don't know. And it's also this kind of weird thing that it's like, you assume that everything, I think the word healthy is very interesting that they use here or like wellness conscious customer, because I would argue that there's a lot of stuff in Whole Foods that like doctors would probably not say is quote healthy. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I, it's like, yeah. they. I think they just honestly like assume that everything in their store is healthy. It's like, no, just because it's at Whole Foods, that does not mean the same thing. Not at all. Um, I'm going to skip the animal food one because I don't have a pet, never have, probably never will. So I <laughs> Can I go care. on an animal rant quick? I might, see, muscularies might hate me for this. But I specifically, when I was in LA, I drove past, or maybe it was at Air One or some shit like that, or I saw something. It was an ad maybe. And it was like, if you want to get your dog, your dog's gut microbiome in check, you can get our monthly box of dog food that was like i mean i don't know dog food relative prices but i'll just say it was expensive right if you're getting some gut mike friendly shit for your dog sure it was expensive and this comes to a big thing that i have with like a lot of like animal rights like people that i've always had my whole life my parents have really like had a gripe with there are so many people that would rather spend money on like a bunch of dogs in a dog shelter, which is great. I don't care how you spend your money. Yet they would just not give a fuck about a person who is houseless. They would not give a fuck about a child who doesn't have a shelter and food. Yet they're like, oh, these like cute puppies. Like, I just think it's very odd that we turn a blind eye to like humans. And we're like, yeah, like let's we have we have like global poverty. But you know what? Our dog needs a good microbiome. And that's not to say like don't take care of your animals, obviously. But I just think it's crazy that like people are paying premium for organic dog food. Yet they don't give a fuck about like bigger systemic issues affecting humans. So that's my only dog rant. But yeah, I couldn't really care less as a not being okay. A the last one is avocado oil craze. So this kind of makes sense with the whole rise of seed oils and people wanting to find more quote unquote healthier, better for you oil options. And obviously, olive oil has low smoking point. Avocado oil you can like cook with at higher degrees. So. Avocado oil craze is staple on our shelves for years. Avocado oil is finally going mainstream in packaged products across the board, including um, because it has a lot of health benefits, including high oleic fatty acid content, high high smoke point to thank for its popularity, taking the place of other oils like canola and safflower oil and snacks, mayo and ready to eat meals. Um, You can definitely expect to see avocado oil stick around. Yeah, I think this is a trend to stay. I think it makes sense. And Mm -hmm. I feel like it's an oil that people like won't demonize because like people think like, oh, avocados are healthy. So shout out avocado oil. Yeah, I'm cool with it. I mean, I like avocado oil and I mean, I'm not like a stickler really when it comes to, you know, what type of oils and foods, but I do think that it's for the better that we use higher quality ingredients in most of our foods if we can. Yeah. Um. So here for it. Here for it, Whole Foods. It's interesting. On the bottom of this article, I'm getting like our top food trends for 2018. And I can like really like it's a really small image, but like I can see reishi and I can see chickpeas and I can see the ripple like pea milk. Yeah. So like you were saying, and then the one for 2017 I'm seeing is like chia seed jam and watermelon water. It is interesting of like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, 
I don't think any, I mean, out of these trends that they had, maybe the dates, like maybe that one seems like the most promising or the eggs. I don't know. None of these really seem like that big. Yeah. I don't really know either. It's also weird because I feel when it comes to food trends, I feel like it's a more of a specific dish, like the avocado toast, for example. Yeah. Or I don't know what's like a trendy food thing on TikTok right now. Um, yeah, but I, I feel with random specific niches like this, it won't become like as mainstream. I feel like only people who are actually super into the CPG space or yeah, we'll like give a fuck will give a fuck. But I mean, like my parents back at home aren't gonna care or know. Yeah, I don't think my parents are gonna be like getting some green banana pasta for me. Maybe. I hope they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like every time I go home, my mom's always eating something new, and I'm like, what the hell? So we'll see. I'm I'm excited to see what your dad's latest vitamins rituals are, because that always brings joy to my life. Yeah, me too. He started this new uh, stretching program <laughs> protocol, so there's that. Unsure what the foods will be, but... Sure, you know, maybe you guys will see a cheeky photo of the vitamin cabinet. Yeah, it's a fun one. Yeah, my mom has been going through a bunch of, she's been like very debilitated physically after this like motorcycle accident and she's been going to like PT and now she thinks she has like vision issues and hearing loss and all this stuff. So I'm just like, she's a battered soldier up there. So I'll have to do some PT with her as well. So we'll send you some updates. If any CMS girlies need any recovery routines, you can get some from my mother perhaps. Yeah, but that's the episode. I hope you all enjoyed this and let us know what your thoughts are on any of the food predictions. And maybe if you don't agree, what is your food prediction for? Yeah, give us your hot takes. Give us your hot takes or let us know if you've tried any of these products and you're like, Kate and Emma, I love Yapon or I love green banana pasta. Let us know in the comments below and yeah, post in Geneva and we'd love to see it. So I think that's it. Dog, I hope you have a good rest of your Friday night. Need to go to Whole Foods to buy random things. Get some random stuff. And we'll talk to you soon, girlies, next week. Toodaloo. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not ready hour foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com